Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and today is Wednesday, July 26th, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So, today is Wednesday, which means that today will be somewhere in the middle. For some, it might be a little easy. For some, it might be somewhat challenging. As always, if you do find this episode challenging, I encourage you to listen to it anyway. And of course, listen throughout the rest of the week. Uh, You just might surprise yourself with what you know, and you might even learn something along the way. If, however, you find this episode to be maybe too simple, always tune in tomorrow. We're going to crank it up just a little bit more on Thursday's episode. So without further delay, let's get into today's round of questions with Question number one, what is the capital city of Australia? The capital city of Australia is Canberra. Canberra is the federal capital of Australia, and it occupies part of the Australian Capital Territory in southeastern Australia. It is about 150 miles southwest of Sydney. I'm sure many of you guessed Sydney or Melbourne, but you should know that in 1913, when Australia was selecting a city to be the capital, Melbourne and Sydney were actually both competing. It was uh, apparently a heated debate, and eventually Canberra was selected because it was situated at the middle point of these two cities. Canberra is famous for its hot air balloon festival, its NASA center, and it's sometimes affectionately called the Bush Capital for its sweeping nature reserves and surrounding mountain ranges. Moving on to question two. What natural process involves the gradual wearing away of rocks or land surfaces by the action of water, wind, or ice? And that process is called erosion. Erosion is the geological process in which earthen materials are worn away and transported by natural forces such as wind or water. Some famous examples of erosion are the Grand Canyon in Arizona, the Badlands rock formations in South Dakota, and the Wave Rock Formation in Australia. While erosion is a natural process, human activities have actually increased erosion by 10 to 40 times the rate at which soil erosion is occurring globally. At agricultural sites in the Appalachian Mountains, for example, intensive farming practices have caused erosion at up to 100 times the natural rate in the region. Something interesting I learned about uh, erosion is that the word erosion actually comes from the Latin word erosionum, which means to gnaw away. So that is erosion. Moving on to question three, which historical event marked the end of World War II in Europe? And that would be VE Day. VE Day, or Victory in Europe Day, was celebrated on May 8th, 1945, 
when Germany unconditionally surrendered its military forces to the Allies. The war had been raging for almost five years when the U.S. and the Allied forces landed on the beaches of Normandy, France on June 6, 1944. The invasion signaled the beginning of the end for Adolf Hitler and Nazi Germany. In less than a year, Hitler was dead and Germany surrendered, thus tipping the historical events VE Day, May 8, 1945. Moving on to question four. What is the term used to describe the process of a liquid changing into a gas at a temperature below its boiling point? And that term is evaporation. Evaporation is a phase transition from liquid to gas that occurs at temperatures lower than the boiling point at a given pressure. When the molecules, molecules of a certain liquid collide, they transfer energy to each other based on how they collide. When a molecule near the surface absorbs enough energy to overcome the vapor pressure, it will escape and enter surrounding air as a gas. Evaporation is an essential part of the water cycle, for example. The sun drives evaporation of water from oceans, lakes, moisture in the soil, and other sources of water. Evaporation of water occurs when the surface of the liquid is exposed, allowing molecules to escape and form water vapor. This vapor can then rise up and form clouds, which of course leads to rain, and the cycle begins again. So, the term used to describe the process of a liquid changing into a gas at a temperature below its boiling point, evaporation. Moving on to question five, in the novel, 1984 by George Orwell. What is the totalitarian regime known as? The answer there is Big Brother. Big Brother is the much revered leader of Oceania whose face is plastered on buildings around the city. His eyes follow the citizens of Oceania around, just as the telescreens and thought police do, and his signs are accompanied by the phrase, Big Brother is watching you. Today, the term Big Brother is often used in connection to governmental overreach and any totalitarian system that attempts to control its citizens' personal lives through mass surveillance. Ironically, Orwell, who wrote 1984, was himself under government surveillance while writing his novel. The British government was watching Orwell because they believed he held socialist opinions, thus in some way being big brother to George Orwell. Moving on to question six, what is the abbreviation for the stock exchange located on Wall Street in New York City? And that abbreviation is NYSE. The New York Stock Exchange, or NYSE for short, remains the largest stock exchange in the world in terms of market capitalization on the companies listed. Located in the financial district of Lower Manhattan in New York City, 
The New York Stock Exchange traces its origins to 1792 when a group of stockbrokers signed the Buttonwood Agreement under a Buttonwood tree on Wall Street. This laid the foundation for organized trading and led to the establishment of the New York Stock Exchange. Since then, there have only been a few instances when the New York Stock Exchange was actually shut down. Power outages in, 19, in 1888, four months closure at the start of World War I, there were no sessions for four days following 9-11, and most recently, Hurricane Sandy led to a two-day closure in October of 2012. Moving on to question seven. Which country in Asia is the most populous with over 1.4 billion people? And the most populated country in Asia is India. According to the United Nations, India has now surpassed China as the most populous country in the world, with roughly 2.4% of the world's landmass. That's right, 2.4% of the world's landmass. India is now home to nearly one-fifth of humanity, over 1.4 billion people. Now, in recent history, China has historically been the most populous country. But in recent years, China's population growth has slowed down notably due to its one-child policy before reaching an inflection point in 2022 when the population declined for the first time since 1961. On the other hand, India, which is currently expected to continue growing until 2060s, has a new position as the world's most populous country. And we'll need to come up with, uh, with a new set of challenges, both domestically and internationally. These challenges include providing access to healthcare, education, and employment opportunities to an ever-growing number of people. Moving on to question eight, which language is considered to be the oldest written language still in use today? And the answer there is Chinese. As far as written languages go, Sumerian and ancient Egyptian seem to have the earliest writing systems and are among the earliest rec recorded languages, dating back each to about 3200 BC. However, the oldest written language that is still in actual use seems to be Chinese, which first appeared around 1500 BC. The earliest writings in China were found on various items such as an ox scapula, tortoise shells, and bronze pieces during the Shang dynasty. Other examples of ancient languages with preserved writing are Tamil, Sanskrit, Greek, Hebrew, and Arabic. So, if you guessed one of those, I would say you were very close. Moving on to question 9. What is the chemical symbol for the element of silver. And that chemical symbol is AG. Silver is a chemical element with the symbol AG and atomic number 47. A soft white 
lustrous transition metal. It exhibits the highest electrical conductivity, thermal conductivity, and reflectivity of any metal and has been long valued as a precious metal alongside gold and platinum. In fact, silver was one of the seven metals of antiquity that were known to prehistoric humans and whose discovery is thus lost to history. In particular, the three metals of group 11, copper, silver, and gold, occur in elemental form in nature and were probably used in the first primitive forms of money as opposed to simple bartering. Silver is, in fact, the most reflective metal in the world, and Mexico currently holds the title as the leading producer of silver. Moving on to question 10, our final question of this round. What is the French culinary term for the technique of cooking food by slowly simmering it in a bag in liquid over low heat? Now, my wife is French, so I better say this right. That term is sous vide. Sous vide, also known as low temperature, long time cooking, is a method of cooking in which food is placed in a plastic pouch or a glass jar and cooked in a water bath for longer than usual cooking times. The times can range anywhere from one to seven hours or be as long as three days preparation of food under pressure with or without heat was actually developed by American and French engineers in the mid-1960s as an industrial food preservation method. Uh, the researchers then learned that the food showed distinctive improvements to flavor and texture. Common foods to cook using sous vide are steak, chicken, eggs, asparagus, carrots, fish, and even cheesecake, ice cream, and chocolate. So that will conclude this round of my daily trivia. If you found this round to be fairly easy, then I encourage you to check in tomorrow. It's, we're going to make it a little bit more difficult. And uh, and if you found this episode a little bit hard, I think you should check in anyway. You never know when you might learn something. You never know when you might know an answer. As always, please recommend this to friends and family so that we can grow the community. And Once again, I want to thank you for listening to my daily trivia. I'm your host, Danny. And I will see you again tomorrow.